This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Beat. We're so glad you're here. We have a fantastic show planned for you. We're kicking things off in about 15 minutes with a woman who is kind of an icon. Uh, she took on her local HOA. And, oh my uh, God, I'm obsessed with this bitch. She did it with a can <laughs> of uh, spray paint. In I love the, it. In the most iconic way. We can't wait to share this story with you. It's hilarious. It's going viral. You have to know about it. Um, also, a little bit later on into the, in this hour, actually, um, uh, Andy Dick back in the news for not the best reason. Has he fallen off uh, the wagon yet again? Uh, uh, we've got that for you and what's popping later on this hour. But right now it is time for some news on the beat. Michaela, I'm getting ready to leave town after today. So well, this me better too. be a fantastic show. You're going to Palm Springs. I'm going to give you the show that I give you. For the Equality Awards. Yeah. Then I'm off to New York City. You sure are, baby. I'm hosting the Wendy Williams show on Ooh. Monday. So I won't be here. Um, good luck, though. I'm sure you'll have a great show without me. I feel like, me. though, that I'm literally the best friend that also like lives vicariously through Like, I'm like, he's hosting the Wendy Williams. Like, nobody. And then me at Ralph's. He's hosting the Wendy Williams. You just tell random people. They're like, who is? I'm like, this is why, this is how I choose best friends. When I went to Europe, literally, Dr. Therese, my other best friend, I have three of them, she would just randomly tell people, he's a big deal in America. I know, but you kind of do that to me too. When we're in Starbucks, you're like, She's at 1.7 million TikTok followers. I do randomly tell people we have 2 million followers on TikTok. I round up. And then when I go to New York City and I go out with anybody, my other best friend, Elena, she just tells people, He's on the Wendy Williams show. He has a national talk show. Amen. She just randomly tells strangers and nobody in New York City gives an F. Hello. <laughs> to be honest. Hello. But it's a big weekend for both of us. Uh, so let's get this show out of the way so you can head off to Palm Springs again for the Equality Awards. Uh, what's going on in News on the Beats? Okay, so a California school board member has resigned after making humiliating, upsetting, and frustrating comments about sexual relations to a gay teacher. Christopher Pope announced his resignation on Tuesday just ahead of the board's plan to censor him. Uh, He also apologized to the teacher he insulted who was present at the meeting. He said, I want to publicly apologize that I have hurt this individual. This is not my character. It is time for the board to return to the business. It is what's best for our kids. The board uh, unanimously accepted Pope's resignation. The incident in question occurred when the teacher, Ben Cummings, asked the school board to officially recognize Pride Month. He and Pope met to discuss the proposal, and according to Cummings, Pope reacted negatively. Mr. Pope made comments about my sexuality that were humiliating, upsetting, and frustrating. Uh, Also, very homophobic. You know, it's very strange to me that, like, when people get called out, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, and then they, like, resign, like, it's a whole thing. 
And it's like, did you think that making negative sexual comments was like... Like, where was that okay? Listen, I, I'm definitely not justifying anything this teacher said or did. I think that people oftentimes think that because they've never been challenged, they can make jokes about certain people that are okay. Like, because our community is very sharp with our tongues. We're very quick-witted, and we have to. It's a defense mechanism for many of us. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean other people get to make jokes at our expense. And I think yeah. that's where it's like the N-word. White people don't get to use that word. Never. Never. It's not acceptable. But some think they do because of their proximity to blackness. Oh, God, I know. And it's just never acceptable. And people until, sometimes for some people, they're so numb until they learn that lesson the hard way, um, they're not going to learn the lesson. Yeah. So at least he's resigned. They've accepted the resignation. Um, and kudos to this teacher for trying to get Pride Month recognized. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's get into a little weather. It's going to be a high of 91 in La Quinta, 91 in Cathedral City, 48 in St. Louis, 66 in Baltimore. It's going to be at 66 in Atlanta, 79 in Miami, 91 in Palm Springs. I cannot wait. 81 in Vegas, 88 in L.A., and 66 in New York. Now give us a vibe of the day. One small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. Amen. Start it off right. Start it off right. All right, coming up, uh, one woman is taking on the HOA single-handedly. She took it to TikTok. She went viral. She's an icon. We're talking about it next. All right, so after our weekend in Palm Springs uh, this last weekend, my partner is dead set on buying real estate in Palm Springs. Yes. He wants to buy a home. He wants to renovate it. He might even want to move there. And I get it. I totally get it. Totally. My concern is HOAs. Because we've been renting our entire lives, as you have. You live in these big cities. Your your partner knows about HOAs. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they can just be, like, they make you want to pull your hair out. Listen to me. I don't know that much about adulting, but I've had to really figure it out. Because during the pandemic, especially, Lisa had two homes. Um, her family owns a lot of homes. They had to really deal with the HOA. And the way that they really tried to, like, run where you live. Like, I like think about this. You spend your hard-earned money on your home mm-hmm. and then you have people telling you what to do with it and they'll find you and they can find you enough to actually take your home from you if you didn't listen. So we're talking about homeowners associations. Hit you, HOA. And there's one woman who's gone viral on TikTok uh, for complying with her HOA guidelines in a very, very, I think, creative way. Now, they were upset because her shrubs, her greenery, uh, were not up to par. They were kind of brown. They were kind of dying. So she took the opportunity to not only go viral on social media, on TikTok, but also to uh, maybe inspire others to follow in her footsteps. She grabbed a paint, a, a can of green spray paint and literally spray painted her shrubs. And I'm not going to lie. Iconic, iconic. They look vibrant. Oh they my look fantastic. It actually well, looks really good. Okay, listen. And backstory, I bet you what happened was that she was complying. She was complying. But things happened and the bushes were dead. I remember Lisa... They, she had a, a tree that was dead. And so she like took the tree down, put another tree up. But whatever it was, like the rooting or whatever and being in Vegas, it just kept dying. Like it was just like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. They kept finding her for it. And they got into a big fight, Lisa, in the HOA. So I'm sure she probably was nice at first, but you can't help what you well, can't control. The head of the HOA in our community growing up like hated our family because our family, we would move into like a gorgeous house on the lake, pool in our backyard. And we were a bunch of rugrats. 
We were like the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, you were of little ev- kids. But we were the Beverly Hillbillies of every single group, like like neighborhood we moved into. And the head of our HOA, his name is Del Kramer. To be fair, oh my, God, my mom Del. still calls him Dale, Dale. all these years that. later. She can't pronounce the word Del, so she's never gotten his name right. And he was- What if she called Del Taco? I, I don't know if she's ever experienced. We don't have Del Taco in Ohio, so he hasn't crossed that bridge yet, Michaela. I hear that. But I, but thank you. Did you say that because I bought a whole bunch of Del Taco while we were in Palm Springs last weekend, <laughs> no. and we all ate it the next morning because you all passed out? Okay, yeah. that's neither here nor there. But his name is Del. She's called him Dale forever, and he and his wife hated us. They would plant rows of trees so they wouldn't have to look at our house. The trees would die. They'd uproot them, plant them again. His yard was always so bright green because. He illegally pumped water out of our lake and watered his lawn. Yet he would try to fine our family for not having a green. See, it, that's mm, what mm, it is. Also, they're like, shady. they don't even play fair. They're shady people. Shady. They go as far as just to get you. There's one woman that literally, like her entire existence. Like these people also have jobs. Like this, this is like being the HOA isn't like a job. Yeah, job. they're nerds. They literally. This one woman walks around the neighborhood every day, just to pick things out. Oh no, totally. Just to annoy people. We couldn't leave our garage door open for more than a few moments at a time, only to enter the garage relief. We couldn't leave. Uh, we had a boat, a boat, and on a trailer, which everybody has where I come from. We live on a big lake. Yeah. Can't leave the trailer out in your driveway. Calm down, Justin. We're getting to you. Our mailbox had to be kept looking a certain way. You couldn't leave. The, if you got the mail out and left the door open, they could try to like hit a fee for that. Justin, HOAs, what are your thoughts? I am fighting with one right now. We have two HOAs where I live right now. Two? Yeah, because we built onto a different development. So we have the old development and the new development. So we're part of both. And they're just annoying as heck. Like, uh, I have a bunch of, like, written notices because I took out my trash cans 30 minutes too early. Oh, don't even, yeah, don't even get me started on the trash yeah. can. And thing. I had too, many, too, too many pots in my front yard. It's just yeah. insane. It's like, crazy. Don't who's, anything. who's in charge of these things? Like, who gets to decide who's in charge of these HOAs? The I, most officious a hole that you can find in that li- the living with. Oh, you. that's Del Kramer in my hometown. Yeah, he's such a jerk. I think they're just control issue people. Well, I love that this woman took the control back and she spray painted her shrubs. They look really good, and. Um, Honestly, I'm happy that she called them out. Maybe people from the HOA will see this yeah, and see down. that people are making fun of you. Like mm-hmm. you're not cool as an HOA. Also, my person. parents are not allowed to uh, hang a rainbow flag. What? Only American get, flags. Get Dale on the phone. Dale. 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 Get him on the phone. All right. All right. Coming up, we're talking movies people hated but you secretly loved. Coming up next. All right. So we're coming into that time of the year where I. <sighs> I start to nest. Yes. You've been in my place over the holidays. It's my favorite place to be. It gets super cozy. I put out fake snow under the under the entertainment system and so under our bar cart, and I make it super, super, super cozy because this is the time of year I like to watch movies, catch up on movies, take a little holiday break, and just watch some some of the classics and also watch some new stuff. That's right. Um, but it's interesting to talk to other people about what movies they love and what they hate. Right, movies that are beloved by many sometimes I absolutely hate, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Now I always kick off the holiday season with a movie that I hate, love. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start there. Do it. Christmas with the Cranks. My the worst holiday movie ever made, 
and I watch it no less than five times every holiday season. Okay, if we're going to kick off this way, first of all, Christmas Tim Allen, Craig's, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's a number one Dan Aykroyd. It's a number one for me. Lisa also has grown to love it. It's so Seven bad. Seven years, I've forced her to watch so it. So bad. Now she likes it. Can I tell you, I don't know where the DVD came from. It just showed up in my home one year. It's like a Christmas miracle. Well, I will tell you that I don't even have DVDs. I have to actually purchase it or get it like off of Amazon or something, if they even have it, which sometimes they don't. Okay, so what's a movie that you'd love that everybody else just hates, thinks is terrible? Like well, God. if we're going to stick with Christmas, okay, because we're like here right now, Christmas Vacation is my favorite, mm-hmm. but Elf is what I put on replay. Every single morning. Okay, so some people do hate Elf. They hate it. Some people don't annoying. get. They don't get the humor at all. But they I think it's the funniest thing I've I ever think seen. I think it's 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 one of my top three favorite Christmas movies of all time. A million percent. Justin, can I talk about a movie that I absolutely loathe? What? that Everyone loves a Christmas story. I hate. Okay, that I kind movie of I, with I, a fiery passion. I actually kind of get that one. My Justin, brother and- why do you hate a Christmas story with a fiery passion? It makes no sense. It's dumb. It, it really doesn't. If you doesn't. want a great, great movie, go do- see Christmas Vacation. Don't yeah, see a Christmas story. Yeah, it doesn't story. really make that much sense. My older brother and sister love it. They're of a generation just before me, and a Christmas story is their version of, like, Elf. Okay, right? got Or it. Santa oh, Claus. Or Santa Claus. But here are some other classic films that people absolutely love that are, that are a little bit controversial. What did you think of The Notebook? Okay, so here's See, the thing this with one the gets notebook. People fired up. <laughs> okay, here's where we are with the notebook. I didn't watch it for the first couple of years. I'm very emotional. One thing about me, like I will not watch sad movies because I think about them. Like I know me. I thought about Titanic for like a month. I couldn't get it out of my head. Mm. This is how I felt when I finally watched it. But here's why I actually loved it. I feel like the good guy always wins. And not that Ryan Gosling was a bad guy, but I kind of liked that they fought. I liked that they got in each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. I liked that it was so normal. And then they ended up being together. And that was who... Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, if you didn't see it. The movie's been out since 2004. I mean, yeah, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> that epic kiss where she runs into his arms. Oh. I know. I think The Notebook is one of my favorite, all-time favorite like love stories. And some people absolutely hate this movie. Now, here's... Probably one of my top five favorite films of all time, like of any genre. And this one, this one's controversial to people. Moulin Rouge, Nicole Kidman. Okay, see, I didn't you see and McGregor. It. I didn't are see you it. serious? Oh my god! Wait, are you serious right now? <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Are you for real? No, honey, I haven't seen it. You, you're a singer. How do you not know this? This is you're gonna be blown away. John There's Leguizamo. So there's so many movies I've oh not seen. Oh my gosh, we're having a movie night. Okay, let's now, do it. AJ, you're going to New York next week, I believe. I'm going to see Moulin Rouge. You're going to go yeah, see yeah. Moulin Rouge? Okay, so okay. here's the plan. I'm going to New York City this weekend. Actually, um, I'm hosting the Wendy Williams show on That's Monday. Right, honey. And I reached out to a friend of mine, Grace Sand, and he is uh, he's, a, he's a Tony Award winner. He was in The Color Purple and won a Tony years ago. He's incredible. And I said, what do I, what do I need to go see? He's like, everybody's gagging for Moulin Rouge. I'm like, please. Don't say it because I need to go see it. So I'm trying to go see it. But I'll tell you this. I recommended this movie to so many people. I remember being in college and told my cousin Betsy and she took her parents to see it. And her dad got up and walked out 10 minutes in. Oh, my God. It's Boz Lerman. It's weird. It's a lot. But it's one of my favorite Heaven films Betsy. of all time. Okay. How about uh, how about Forrest Gump? What do you mean? Come on. That was the greatest movie of all time. The so lessons that were learned. and boring to me. Was it really? I can't get into it. The only one that I didn't like was Jenny. Yeah, she annoys She's me. Forced. I was like, Jenny, just Jenny. get with Forrest. He's an angel. One movie that I really, guys, uh, really underappreci- was underappreciated and people hated that I actually enjoyed, the 
2016 Ghostbusters, the all-female Ghostbusters. All-female. Nope, not into it. Really? I don't like it because I think it's diminishing. I'm like, don't put these women in these iconic th- roles and try to have them fall in the footsteps of these men. I thought that too, but it wasn't an actual like reboot. It wasn't like you know, Kristen Wiig played Venkman or Bill Murray's character. I they get were their that. Own I know, but you're still going to be compared. That's why I don't True. like. I don't like the setup. Um, you know what other movie I've tried to watch so many times? What? Inception. Not watching that. My fiance so raves about this movie. He says it's one of the greatest films ever created. And I've tried to watch it three or four times, I'm not and watching I fall it. asleep every single time. Is that okay. you with all Christopher Nolan movies, like Interstellar? And I loved Interstellar. Re- and I you really, don't like Inception. I hated Inception. Mm. It was so confusing to me. What's okay, your all-time favorite here's movie? A sh- here's a movie that's on this list. Okay. That you should hate, maybe, but that me and Lisa secretly love. Oh God. White chicks. Oh no! So problematic. It's, it's so bad. So problematic. So problematic. And it's one that you should not like. You should not laugh at. Did they take heat for that? Was that did that end up being a thing? Uh, I think maybe. They did. I, yeah, but also like reverse racism isn't really a real thing. So I guess maybe they just kind of got off on that one, got away with it. But that's why I'm thinking. But I think it's really funny. And what happened was they were actually. Uh, Taking a reference from the Hilton sisters, oh. and Paris and Nikki ended up saying, "If you guys do a second white chicks, please let us be involved." Like they thought it was really funny, and they were like, "It's kind of accurate." So you're not supposed to like it; it's totally problematic. But I thought it was funny. Fair enough. As we uh, head into the holiday season, I'll leave you with one more film that I absolutely hate and cannot watch, and what? my family tries to get me to watch it every single year, and it annoys me to no end. What? It's a Wonderful Life. So boring. It's so boring. What's it about again? A guy who, like, I think he's in a dream or something the whole time where he hits his head and he's a bad guy, but then he becomes a good guy. Oh, yeah, but that's like a generational thing. Yeah. Like, again, like, that's like what you would maybe sit around and watch. Like, it's a wonderful life. And now for me, it's just Christmas vacation. Okay, but we're watching Moulin Rouge. Yeah, a thousand percent I'll watch that with you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for our first round of What's Poppin'. What do you got for us? Okay, so Andy Dick is back in the news. Now, let me tell you something. I used to waitress at this restaurant where Andy Dick used to come in all the time. And, you know, when he was sober and he was doing right, he was really a nice guy. He was actually quite quiet. He, like, kind of just was to himself. 
but when he would drink, he would get wild. And apparently he's drinking again. He's been busted uh, for a brawl with his boyfriend, alleged booze bottle to dome. And he's got a new arrest and probably an ex-boyfriend. So I also didn't know that Andy, did you know that? Was openly gay? Yeah. I just always assumed forever, but I thought I he was very too, secretive then, about it. I thought so too, but also I thought he had girlfriends. Well, I thought that too, and he also used to come. He also used to come to uh, the gay bar that I mentioned yesterday on the show, Access Nightclub in Columbus. He's been there before. He used to sit next to me at the gym in the steam room and fully expose himself, which is fine. You're allowed to do that, yeah. but it was always odd that like Andy Dick was like showing everybody his yeah you know, that. Well, uh, he apparently smacked his ex-boyfriend upside the head with the liquor bottle, leaving a deep cut. Now, law enforcement sources tell TMZ that police responded to Andy's home in the L.A. area where he and his partner had got into the argument that obviously escalated. When cops arrived, they saw enough evidence to arrest Andy for felony domestic battery. He was back on the streets about three hours later once he posted the $50,000 bond. Uh, sources also say this is the second time in two months police went to Andy's place for alleged domestic issues. He was also busted in October when he allegedly weaponized a frying pan. Cops say he hit his boyfriend in the face with it. Good Who Lord. Who hit somebody with a frying pan? Remember when he got in that street fight with the Uber Eats delivery driver like two years ago? Like before the pandemic? Like he has a long, he has a laundry list of like weird confrontations yeah. that oftentimes and in, in unfortunately involve alcohol. Absolutely. Well, that makes me really sad because I also think that he's really funny. Um, but he's he's just really. There's a lot going on with him. Well, listen. Yeah, the pandemic. At, at the best of times, the pandemic has been hard to get through. Whether Absolutely. if you're employed and fully sober, for somebody who struggles with sobriety. I just wish him the best. I hope he figures his life out. I do too. All right, well, coming up, we're talking mixed orientation marriages, how they work, what you need to know next. Coming up this hour on the morning beat, uh, what exactly are mixed orientation marriages or relationships? Uh, are they are they the wave of the future? Have they always been here? Uh, would you consider ever being in one? Uh, it's a really fascinating conversation, and we're going to have it coming up in about 13 minutes from right now. So make sure you stick around for that. Um, also, in our next hour, I want to remind you, we've got... This artist is hot. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. Talking about Harvey um, here on the morning bait. I'm the obsessed. The morning bait. The morning beat. That's how excited I am. Uh, calling You're in all the way him. from the UK. This is a Brit who's uh, blowing up the charts globally right now. For real. Uh, we're playing uh, one of his singles in heavy rotation here on Channel Q, and you'll understand why. Stick around for that conversation coming up at 820 Pacific, 1120 Eastern. But right now, it is still the 7 o'clock hour here on the West Coast, and time for another round of news on the beat. Okay, well, a transgender student at Pittsburgh's Armstrong High School was physically assaulted by a peer last month, leaving them with a concussion. 14-year-old Willow Andring... Uh, told this specific article that the male student who dragged them to the ground and beat them had been verbally assaulting them before the insults escalated to violence. Now, the entire assault was caught on video. He pulled me from behind and started beating me up, Andring said. And before that, he had been calling me names, saying it's not a she, it's not a he, it's an it. Now, Andring's mother, Heather, is now calling for change at the school. She said this impacted the whole community at Armstrong, and you just can't help but think about the other kids who were there. The ways that they're treating one another and just kind of thinking about how do we move ahead and positively impact not just my kid, but all the kids. 
Uh, now, this isn't the only issue the school has experienced as of late. Another recent incident led to Armstrong students being banned from hockey games after they chanted insulting remarks at a competitor's woman goalie. The community, Heather said, needs to take ownership of this. We have a great community and a great school here, but you can't have all of this happen and not step back and pause and say that we don't have issues that we need to work on. Heather spoke about the need for a change in school culture at last night's school board meeting. She said, appreciate all of your comments on behalf of the board. A school board member said in a clip from the meeting shared by CBS Pittsburgh, we are listening and we are certainly willing to work with the community and the administration to do whatever it takes to be proactive and not reactive to this problem. I'll tell you what, if it weren't for things getting caught on camera, I don't know if any of it would be believed. The fact that there's somebody filming this transgender boy uh, getting beaten and dragged. I mean, that's so sad. I, I just, it's so scary. I don't know. Is it just a, a, a empathy or compassion deficit that humans are experiencing? Is it living in this constant state of social media or virtual reality where things that are actually happening right in front of you just don't feel as real anymore? Have we been desensitized? We were talking about human lives. Yeah. It, it just, I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get understand it. it at all. I couldn't imagine just letting somebody get attacked in front of me. Ever. Ever. I would never. You know, my grandma, this is one thing I got from Vivian Cavaricci. She was old, she was really little too. And where she lived, she lived right next to a school. And the boys would fight every day outside of school. And her and I would walk to Albertsons every day to get Lunchables and Snapples because that was our thing. That is so classy. Isn't it classy? Mm-hmm. I know. And she would literally put her tiny body in between them and make them stop fighting. And I mean, that was also during a time when there wasn't like so many guns and knives and it was more mm-hmm. dangerous but she hated that I could never imagine just filming you know two young kids getting into a fight it's just awful no way keep your hands off of these these young children and never put your hands on anybody like literally just don't put your hands on people yeah like, de-escalate walk away like it's uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a fighter yeah no I know I know I've been in one though yeah I won it shut up Listen, just I found, shut I found up. out that my boyfriend is sleeping with my best friend and I beat up my best friend in the hallway in Toronto. I didn't. I didn't know you that know story. him and you know the story. I do. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 91 in La Quinta, 91 in Cathedral City, 55 in Cleveland, 64 in Baltimore, 88 in Phoenix, 79 in Miami, 91 in Palm Springs, 81 in Vegas, 88 in LA, and 66 in New York. Now, give us a vibe of the day. One small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. Start it off right. Yeah. I start, start every day right. with like affirmations and prayer every single morning. Yeah, I love mm. that. I love that. All right, uh, coming up, we're, t- we're talking uh, Harvey. Harvey is joining us. Well, he's in our next hour. Is he in our next yeah, hour? Yeah, in our next hour. This hour, though, we're talking about mixed orientation uh, relationships. Could you be with somebody who was, you know, maybe bisexual or maybe non-binary? We're talking about different genders, different sexualities. Thank uh, you, honey. Mixing and matching. Absolutely. Thank you very much. That's what we're discussing next. All right, Michaela, what are your thoughts on uh, mixed orientation marriages or relationships? Have you given it much thought? Mixed to orientation? Meaning like you and I could be together. Why? Because what we value is not necessarily the sexual relationship, but maybe you and I really want to have a family. 
and oh. we want to have kids together and we want to have a great life and we're okay sort of working through that other stuff. So you and I would then get together as a lesbian woman uh, uh, and a gay man. So like a real partnership. Kind of. Yeah, I think that's great. That's not something I've ever thought about. Well, but they're it's... becoming more and more common as as more because it used to be you come out as gay or straight or bisexual or trans, and now with pansexuality and non-binary and other different, not just sexual identifications, uh, but lifestyles, sort of just expanding the breadth of like who we are as a community. It's becoming more and more common, and I'm not for or against anything. You can do whatever you want with your life. My concern is that in some situations, uh, there's a lack of a deeper understanding of who you are as an individual, which allows you to get into this. And I, and I say that because we're talking about a very specific couple right now, uh, Bryn Embley and Matthew Nielsen. They're 35 and 33 years old, uh, and they're also both members of the Mormon church, which is a big red flag for me. Yeah. Very against homosexuality in all shapes, sizes, every every form. The trans community, everybody of our com- in our community is like – an outcast in the Mormon church, right? Right. And these two got together uh, and uh, they started dating back in 2017. Uh, They're now married and they have two young daughters. And Matthew, when they started dating, said, I identify as pansexual or gay and I'm more interested in men sexually than I am women, okay? She says, I'm okay with that, so let's work it out. At that point, he never had sex with a man or a woman. In his 30s, still a virgin, uh, which is another red flag for me. Oh, my God. That's a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something else going on inside that we're not looking at. Uh, Bryn said, we enjoyed kissing and hoped everything else would be okay. I think that many more people are gay, bi, pan, or other than have made that known openly. Um, And she says, I think that liking and matching with the person is so much more central to a long-term relationship. But he then says... Uh, I never had sex before with a man or a woman. I didn't really even know myself or how strong my orientation to one gender or another might be. While I was more attracted to men in general, there had been a few women who had caught my eye. Um, and <sighs> I just have so many thoughts because he also says, I've heard gay men say they can't even imagine trying to be sexual with a woman, and I've never felt that way. Uh, he said it's still not the strongest part of our relationship, uh, but we do enjoy it. And, you, you know, he's like, I do wonder what I might be missing out on <laughs> a relationship with a man, but this is enough. I mean, listen, here's where I think it's dangerous. <clears throat> I don't care what people do. And if you are two really wonderful people that want to have children and you can make a beautiful home and a life for yourself and a family, I'm all for that. Mm. I think where it gets dangerous with this guy in particular is he's being told by, like, the Mormon church and yep. by his his now wife, you know, like, okay, well, you, you know, this is, this is how you associate now. But girl, let me tell you something. If we would grab that man and take him to the Abbey and Amen. show him Amen. what, what is out there and he got to sleep with let's the man. Not, let's not grab him. That feels like, the, that feels like an agenda. That feels like a homosexual agenda. I mean, if I, yeah. the opportunity was presented it, that he could see all different yes, sides explore of. Explore the world a bit. And I say Abbey because I think it's funny, but you could take him, give him. Put him in a place where he uh, there's a lot of visibility and representation. Well, to your point, he says that in his church, the homosexuality is not allowed. So in his mind, he said his only option was to be celibate and alone his entire life or this. And this seemed like a better option. But see, that can't make her feel good either. Like, right. I don't know what kind of woman would be like, well, he would really rather be with men, but he can just be with me and settle. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't that cannot feel fulfilling at yeah, all. And the kissing's OK. The sex isn't great, but it's OK. It's not the biggest part of our relationship. While that is true, right? 
sex is not anybody who's been in a relationship for any significant amount of time understands that sex is no longer the central part of the relationship. However, it is a way that you can connect with your partner in a way that you do not connect with anybody else on the planet, which is what makes it special. Yeah. And it has the power to kind of like reunite you when you're going through like rough spots, right? And so it makes me nervous, this idea of a mixed orientation marriage, because it, to me, he sees the only way to not be celibate and to have a family is this route. I'm not celibate. I'm going to have a family. I don't have to be with a woman to do that. No. And that feels a little bit damaging to me. So it, it, but it is, it does bring up a fascinating conversation though, as more and more sexualities and genders are explored and expressed. Yeah. Listen, I think that all sexualities and genders should live. I just think that before you get married and start having children, you have experienced things maybe sexually that you've wanted to because, you know, I am not my sexuality, but it is such a huge part of who I am. Is it fair for us to question or judge this marriage when we know there are plenty of marriages in our community that are very open and have very different parameters than what a traditional marriage is? Is, is the idea of marriage just being completely re-examined? I think it should be completely re-examined. Listen, I, we can have this conversation in depth. I want to get them on the but phone. I, think that it's I want to really, talk to this couple. Yeah, but I think that what we're learning in 2021 is also we are like primal beings. Like it's hard to be monogamous with one person for the rest of your life and having to do so without ever experiencing it with anybody else. I think that the idea of having open relationships or having big conversations with your partner just to talk about it. Are you talking to me right now or are you trying to send a message to Daddy Lisa? What is going on right now, Michaela? This feels very real. Did it feel real? I think I'm just tired from Palm Springs, bro. <laughs> no, I, I get him on the phone. Still, you've been tired all week long, Michaela. It's just because we raged so hard, honey, and I'm not who I used to be. Well, the weekend is almost here again. I know, and I'm singing at the Equality Awards, so I got to get so it you're together. Be tired again. Palm Springs, I'm coming back for you, baby. It's been After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to eight hundred dollars. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Come on, Dolly. Come on, Dolly. She's not an icon. I don't know what an icon is. Come on, Dolly. It's really fascinating, though, because uh, I was reading this weekend uh, that Chris Pratt apparently became problematic for people. And there's all sorts of hashtags about he's like the world's like least favorite Chris because he might be a Trumper. He might he's conservative. He might actually be a Trump Republican. And I didn't realize that. Uh, I loved him on Parks and Rec. I love him on Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he's fantastic. He's hilarious. But 
Is he a Republican? That could be the thing that that's, that's that's the one and only nail in the coffin. Yeah. Uh, and these conversations have been raging on, uh, especially because James Corden also somebody else who's also very beloved uh, has been in so many musical adaptations of films recently uh, that there's been a, a Twitter thread going on to try to say, do not put him in Wicked. Yeah. Because he's a musical theater guy. Yeah. And he, they put him in everything now, right? Uh, the Prom, Cats. He played a gay guy in The Prom that was very problematic. Um, and I thought he was previously untouchable. I thought he was one of those guys that everybody would always would love. Would just be obsessed with. Yes. So, uh, what celebrity in your mind has no haters. They're beloved by everyone. I think Dolly Parton is a pretty... Dolly a, Parton is number one. She's a pretty one. good one. Who else jumps out to you, and, and how do you think they've survived so long without getting any any hate? Oh, God, I don't... Uh, I feel like Julia Roberts. Oh, that's a good one. People, She was like the girl. She was like the it girl. She was yeah, like, what are you going to say about her? Sandra Bullock, remember? They mm. loved her. People always loved her. Thought she was so pretty. Taylor Swift, but then also people have a very strong reaction Ugh, to her. I feel like they hate her. Like, I think it seems like her public persona seems like she's untouchable, but I feel like a lot of people actually really, really hate her. Yeah, I think so too. What about me? Okay, this might be a prior to QAnon thing, but Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was beloved. Not a lot of bad things to say about Tom Nothing. Hanks. Nothing. That one's interesting to me. Uh, Adele. I, I de- oh, Adele for sure. Adele for sure. I'm going to dare you to say something bad about this person. No. Rick Moranis. I don't even know who that is. You don't remember Rick Moranis? No. Don't you remember Little Shop of Horrors or uh, um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Oh, yeah. This guy. Oh, oh See? yeah, I know. That's the reaction. You Do you guys know the say. backstory of why he left Hollywood, though? No. Uh, no. I know he stopped acting. Yeah, his wife died, and he went to become a full-time, full-time dad. Oh, my god. That's, gosh. I mean, oh, my How God. How can you hate him? He's perfect. What about Julie Andrews? Yeah. Oh. Find something negative People to say about her. her. Okay, I have one for you. Okay. Betty White. Oh, the yes. What would you say? And she was like kind of controversial too. Like she, for her time, like she was like a pretty outspoken female comedian. And she and Joan Rivers kind of came up at the same time, but Joan Rivers went a very different route, and somehow she became polarizing. But Betty White is low key iconic. Yeah. What do you think it is though? Like, what do you think it takes for somebody to be like? Because okay, Carrie Underwood, people love and adore her. Mm -hmm. You were on the same season as her. You're polarizing. Yeah. Why is Carrie so loved? I don't know. I mean, listen, I feel like it's, I feel like Dolly Parton is the best example because Dolly is able to stand up for the gays while still keeping the Republicans happy. Like, it's just Mm. crazy how people love her. Is it because she's just been in the industry for so long? Is that, yeah, because like, obviously like Mr. Rogers, like he's gone now and people have like a lot of great feeling. Or Alex Trebek is another one that I saw on this list. And like, what do you say bad about him? Nothing. But then you see though, when, when they do go and you see what's happening over at Jeopardy and how controversial that whole situation has been. I can't think of one controversy that took place in my 40 years of life when Alex Trebek was here. So there is something to be said about being that sort of untouchable and sort of towing the line and keeping everybody happy. Do you think that celebrities that come up nowadays, though, still have that option? Do you think that like younger celebrities can even do that anymore? No. It feels like now we know too much about them. So I think that's why when Carrie Underwood, speaking of, liked the tweet about non-vaxxers and anti-maskers. That's all she needed to do for yeah. people to understand where she came from and her fan base. Her fan base is kind of the, like anti-vaxxers. 
you say, you say younger people, but there are two on this list that I think Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I get that because he's also super like queer friendly, and he's also super supportive of the community, and yep. this generation loves him. Who else? Chadwick Boseman. Well, he died. I know, but I think when people die, though, it changes how you perceive them. All of a sudden, they can do no wrong for mm-hmm. all all eternity, and they're like forever, like like canonized. Yeah, absolutely. What about this one? You might love this one, Michaela. Danny DeVito. I love Danny DeVito. Not a bad thing you can say about the guy. I love Danny like, DeVito. Like, what could you say about him? Nothing. Okay, so how do we get on this list? Because Keanu Reeves on there, Hugh Jackman. Keanu Reeves, what did he do a couple oh, years ago? Oh, Keanu he... Reeves is an icon. Mm-hmm. So, Rena Soyama is working with him right yep. now. and He doesn't put his hand on a woman's body, on her arm or back, even when he's doing press with them, out of, or pictures even. Nothing. Out of kindness. Yeah, he's so sweet. The other day, there was photos of him helping the crew load back up... The, the truck or whatever, wherever he was, they're filming right now, and they had to put all this stuff out, and there's photos of him carrying it with the crew. Wait, so I got to do stuff like that now? Yeah, you do. Wow. Can Carry f- me around. Wait, can you film it so I can get some press? I can. Show me being kind to somebody. Don't film in here, though. I'm not that kind of Justin. So I get kind of moody. Okay, okay. But, like, uh, we'll set it up. Okay, we will. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, we'll, we'll make it. Tell me something good. Yes, <laughs> look what AJ did to save the world. What a nice guy. <laughs> nice guy. Hmm. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for another round of What's Poppin'? Michaela Gordon, take it away. I am so sad, honey. This is this is a sad What's Poppin'. Lisa Rinna says her mom, Lois, has had a stroke and is transitioning. Ugh. 93 years old. Uh, Lisa's sticking by her mom. Uh, Lisa, who's 58 years old, made a post on Instagram that said, I know how much you all appreciate and love Lois, so I need to tell you that she has had a stroke. I'm with her now, so let's celebrate her and send her so much love while she transitions. I was so conflicted to share this very, very sad news with you, but I know you would want to know. Underneath the Instagram post, Lisa's daughter, Amelia Gray Hamlin, commented on her mother's Instagram post writing, Love you, Nana, forever. It's just so sad. You know, she had a stroke six years ago. Lisa Rinna said, my mom had a devastating stroke six years ago and had to learn how to walk and talk again. Months of rehab. She is one of the lucky ones. Um, But, you know, she's 93. It's hard to recover from a stroke. My papa had a stroke and then he had another stroke and died at 73. He was really young. So. They don't Listen, always recover. Lois has been on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills over the years, and she's she's attended some dinner, dinner parties with the ladies, and you see exactly uh, how Lisa Rinna became Lisa Rinna. And um, Lois is fantastic. She's a bright light on the show always. I can't imagine. Um, I've known Lisa for years. I know how important her mother is to her. Uh, it's never easy, but uh, what a full life. Live in your 90s is impressive. She also, this isn't, um, her story's pretty incredible because Lisa said, uh, opens up about, besides the medical troubles, uh, the man who became known as the Trailside Killer in 1960. So check this out. Before Lisa was born, Mm -hmm. her mom was attacked by a man that she worked with. Uh, They said he picked her up at the bus stop and then all of a sudden started driving down this deserted road. He tried to rape her. He also tried to kill her. Luckily, a military policeman had seen them drive down this deserted road and knew no one was supposed to be there. They followed them. The military policeman saved saved her life. But uh, he was straddling her. He had a hammer in one hand and a knife in the isn't other. That, isn't that just terrifying? Terrifying. With, if, that, if that one officer had not acted, Lisa Rinna wouldn't exist. Yeah. Amelia and Delilah Bell wouldn't exist. Yeah. Like we wouldn't know of any of them. It's crazy. It's mm. so nuts. 
So um, we send so much love to the Hamlin so, Rinna family. So wait, basically that one officer saved the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills yes. decades ago. Yes, exactly. Sending love though, in all, in all honesty, sending so much love of to course. Lisa and her family. Of course. All right, coming up, I'm so excited. Uh, we're joined by Harvey, uh, up and coming rising artist. We play their music on Channel Q, but they're joining us for an interview next. Coming up this hour on The Morning Beat, it's finally happening. One of the hottest young pop stars, musicians in the game today on a global level. We're playing his music all the time here on Channel Q. Harvey on The Morning Beat in 15 minutes. Stick around. We love him. We can't wait to share him with you. Also, another reminder, we have a fantastic final hour coming up for you. Our very own Donald J. Trump. Calls into the morning beat. We haven't heard from him oh in man, a while. I love this so much. But he's had quite a week again. So I feel uh, like it's weird that I, I miss him a little bit. A little bit. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You know who? I think that makes Joe Biden nervous too. Yeah. The chaos of it all. Joey. It was terrifying. Joey but also, B, don't be nervous. A little bit Why fun. have we never called Joe Biden Joey B before? Because it sounds terrible. No, it doesn't. Like Who's sixth, your president? The sixth member of Joey B. the Spice Girls. Joey B. It sounds like New Kids on the Block. Joey B. Joey McIntyre. Oh my God! I wish that we would have called him Joey B this entire time. I'll never call. Speaking and Cammy, Joey B and Cammy. The block. You what? know they're going to be performing for the first time ever with New Edition. No. Uh-huh. Where? I just saw it announced a couple days ago. I'll In look, Vegas. I'll look it up for you. I want to go. Okay. Let's go. You know they were so New Kids on the Block. I was obsessed with when I was younger, and I I had a huge crush crush on Jordan Knight. Yeah, and I thought he was, he was cute. just the mm-hmm. cutest thing ever. Um, and um, I, that's how I grew up. When I was a kid, I, I had a, I had a, I had a what were they called? Were you, lunchbox. I had a lunchbox. I had a sleeping bag. I had a black satin pillow that had a white print of New Kids on the Block, like screen printed on the pillow. And I thought that was like the hottest thing ever. I have no idea how my mom didn't know I was gay. Literally screaming gay. Mm-hmm, yeah, you yeah. are gay. Well, what's going on in news on the beat? Okay, well, a California school board member has resigned after making humiliating, upsetting, and frustrating comments about sexual relations to a gay teacher at Golden West High School. Christopher Pope announced his resignation just ahead of the board's plan to censor him. He also apologized to the teacher he insulted who was present at the meeting. He said, I want to publicly apologize that I've hurt this individual. This is not my character. It is time for the board to return to the business. It's what's best for our kids. The board unanimously accepted Pope's resignation. Now, the incident in question occurred when the teacher, Ben Cummings, asked the school board to officially recognize Pride Month. He and Pope met to discuss the proposal, and according to Cummings, Pope reacted negatively. Mr. Pope made comments about my sexuality that were humiliating, upsetting, and frustrating. Cummings said at one point, Mr. Pope slammed his hands down on the table and said, Don't make me be homophobic, Ben. As many times as I tried to divert the conversation from sexual relations, Mr. Pope continually brought it up and made it clear that it was something to be ashamed of. Now, in the wake of his resignation, Cummings expressed hope that the moment is an opportunity for Pope to learn from his mistakes and recognize that his actions were hurtful and inappropriate. He said, I don't believe he's a bad person, but I also think that you can't double down on your bad behaviors without facing the consequences. Board President Juan Guerrero added that he hopes the board will soon honor Cummings' request and pass a proclamation recognizing Pride Month. He said it didn't take place this past June because they were still working on the wording. Working on the wording, it's Pride Month. Pride Month. Pride. Pride. Gay. There's the word. Gay. 
My son is gay. Gay. He's here. He's queer. Get used to it. Gay. He's gay. My son moved to the city, and now he's gay. 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 One of the greatest videos of all time <laughs> on YouTube. It's so iconic. I know it is. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 66 in New York, uh, 88 in LA, 81 in Vegas, 91 in Palm Springs, a high of 75 in Houston, a high of 66 in San Francisco, 66 in Atlanta, 43 in Chicago, 70 in Sacramento, 91 in La Quinta, and 91 in Cathedral City. Now give us a vibe of the day. I would just like to clarify that I can't find that news about new kids on the block literally anywhere now. You liar! So it's possible that I just saw it on social media or I had a dream about it because it's what I want out of life, but I will keep looking. Uh, Do you want a vibe of the day though? I can give you you that. One small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. Maybe I just had that thought this morning in my dreams, and here we are. Yeah, way Hmm. to go. Way to go. I'm a professional. Way to go. All right, coming up, I love this artist, up and coming. Uh, We play him all the time here at the station. Harvey joins us to talk about his new single and where you can catch him on tour. Coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. As you know, we love showing artists that maybe aren't getting the shine that they deserve. Uh, And we were just in Palm Springs this weekend for Palm Springs Pride. And we're reminded that our listeners love the music that we play here at Channel Q. It's very important to us as a brand, as a community, uh, to support those also who support us. And this this guy is killing it right now. Uh, His single, One Day, Two Nights, is in heavy rotation here at Channel Q. And we've actually got him on the line right now. Uh, please welcome to the program, uh, Harvey. Hi, Harvey. Hello. Hello. How are you? We're fantastic. We're not as good as you, good. though. Yeah, you're killing your it. Your song is killing uh, it. What was the inspiration so, behind it? Do you know what it was? It was during lockdown. Um, I uh, We got a chance to finally go out. You know, lockdown had ended for a little period. And uh, I met someone on a night out. And uh, it was a bit like a movie, really. Um, we, we, we went out and I, I was with them for one day. It was one, well, we went out on the night out, spent a day together and then spent the next night together. So it was like one day and two nights and oh, it was, it was amazing. And uh, I've never seen them since. That's a good one. Well, you got an incredible song, honey. And sometimes that's all you need. That's the best part. Exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. No, it's a, it's, it's a cool song, and, I, and I'm glad you like it. Thank I you. think that's so relatable. I've, tell, I've told this story on the air before. I met I met a guy one time, went on their first date on a Thursday night, and the date ended on Monday, and I called my mom and said, I'm going to marry this man, and I have not seen him in and years. He's a, no, he's terrible. Oh. He's a terrible human being. So I I didn't make a song, though, out of it. You made a song. Well, you know, do you know what? You, you should have made a song. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you've never heard you know me what? sing. <laughs> I, I, I bet you're good, though. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. Uh, well, we're really excited. You did talk about being in lockdown, which was something uh, quite yeah. the struggle for so many artists. How did you get yeah. through the pandemic? Because you've really come out on the other side. Uh, having yeah. your single, you're getting ready to go on tour. You have an EP coming out, which we want to talk about as well in January. But how Thank was it for you? you? Yeah, do you know what? It was it was, uh, it was. was a roller coaster, I think. I think everyone experienced like high days and low days. Um, lucky for me during that lockdown period, I was actually building my first ever house. So it was, uh, it was quite a, a, a weird experience for me. It was, a uh, I had something to kind of take my mind off the fact that I wasn't doing anything. Um, so it, it was cool. I, I also wrote music and, uh, try to record as much as I could try and like carry on being creative, but it was hard. Some days I just had no motivation at all. Mm. Um, so I'm glad I'm out on the other side and I just, I just literally come back off tour. So I finally got to go out on tour and, uh, and see people and see faces and be in a room full of people, which was so special. Um, so I'm glad that everything's slowly going back to normal. And today, 
the US travel ban was lifted uh, in the UK. So it means I can come to the US finally that I've been waiting for for ages. So That's I'm su- very happy. Super excited. Because listen, yeah. your US fans love you. You were nominated for a for a, a Nickelodeon Teen Choice Award back in 2019 yeah. before the pandemic. Uh, yeah. Who, who are your fans? Like who exactly? Who Like who, when you go out and you go on that stage, when you look out into the audience, who do you see? I mean, to be fair, it used to be a, you know, a lot of younger girls maybe. I don't know, ages between... Eight and 17, 18. And uh, now, you know, I see slightly older, maybe maybe more like 18 to 22-year-olds, maybe. Still still young people. Um, so it's it's cool. It's starting to become a lot more mixed as well. And it's, what's nice as well, it used to be a lot of um, girls, but now it's boys as well, which is really cool. So it's definitely like a mix, starting to become more of a mixed group. Well, listen, you're going to get a lot of boy listeners and fans here at Channel Q just by doing this interview. Yes. So get ready for uh, Well, listen... Thank you very much. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, Babel, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Harvey about his new single, One Day, Two Nights. Now, it's such a bop, and we're so excited, but we want more, and there's actually an opportunity for new fans, old fans, fans growing up with you that are getting older to have the chance uh, pre-order December 3rd, Views from the 23rd Floor, a soft EP coming out fully in January. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so that EP is uh, it's actually this is the first time I've ever spoken about it. So this is great. I'm actually really excited. Oh, um, well, then go so, off. <laughs> yeah. Do you, know, do you know what? I didn't even know when the pre-order date was, and you just said it for me. So thank you very much, because I wouldn't have even remembered that. <laughs> thank you um, so much. You, you know more than I do. Um, no, that is that EP is actually very special to me. Uh, it comes out on my 23rd birthday. Um, and Views from the 23rd Floor is basically a metaphor for as I'm growing older, uh, I feel like I see a lot more uh, of life and I'm understanding a lot more. A little bit like how when you stay in hotel rooms, the higher you are in the hotel, the more kind of you can see. Um, and yeah, I just feel like I've been doing this since I was 13 and I'm going to be 23 when this comes out. So my perspective on life has definitely changed and it's definitely growing. And uh, the kind of music on the EP reflects that. So Listen, I'm okay. actually ve- very excited for it. We're excited for you, Harvey. A little known, I don't know if you've kn- heard of this artist yet. She's kind of up and coming right now. Her name's Adele. Um, so <laughs> she also, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, another Brit. I heard a little bit about it. <laughs> well, she she also releases albums uh, based on uh, her birth year. Uh, so it could be a good omen yeah. for you to have 23 yeah. in this album title. You know what? That's what I'm hoping. And Adele is, I mean, Adele's Adele. So, I mean, I'd love, I'd love that to happen for me. Wait, no, I want want you to elaborate on that. What does Adele as Adele mean? Because we actually talked about this earlier in the week, how she's one of those celebrities that seems untouchable. Everybody loves her. What does Adele mean to you as a young artist over in the UK? Do you know what? She is such a, when you, when you listen to her music, it's absolutely incredible. And and her songwriting is amazing, but it's more about like, as a person, she is so, normal like you i really feel like i could bump into adele in the supermarket and getting groceries and we could just have a chat about anything and then like go go out about on our day you know i feel like she's so she's such a superstar but she's so normal and she's i don't know she kind of carries the flag for like in like the uk flag i suppose around the world and i don't know she's um she, she's a, she's just incredible and it is adele was just adele like yeah she's just adele yeah, you know she's like, yeah. like beyonce's beyonce adele is adele <laughs> yeah. you know like, i'm just that's what they need. You know? We love That's Adele. It. We love Adele and Tom Daly here at the uh, the, the Morning Beat. Oh, so those do. are two of our oh, favorites. Yeah. <laughs> but Tom, we also yes. love you, Harvey. I'm so happy that you had the chance to join us. We do want to set up one day, two nights. So if you'll do that for us, for our listeners here at Channel Q. Channel Q, uh, thank you so much for listening to me speak. Uh, this is my brand new single, One Day, Two Nights.
All right, so this story is really fascinating. It's really interesting. This woman, uh, she is uh, a lesbian, and she was at a gay club over in Sydney, Australia, and she has now posted a video that's been viewed a few hundred thousand times on TikTok, and apparently there's a man there who made the uh, made a gesture to her uh, that is like a V-shaped gesture with his fingers and then up to his face with his tongue in, in between. We've all seen it. Some of us have done it over the years. Uh, maybe thought it was funny. She says that, I think I was just hate crimed um, and let queer people party in peace. Yeah. Inappropriate. Is it a hate crime? Yeah, I think she was saying hate crime, sort of funny. But also, I, you know, when I saw this article, I loved it because I've said this a million times on air. I've gone to gay clubs where I've been hit on by men. Mm-hmm. And I go into all gay clubs being very friendly with men, thinking that they are gay, but something that actually just happened most recently, I don't even know if you know this, but I think you do. Me and Lisa were, uh, we went to the Abbey to start searching for sperm on the website. We brought our computer and I thought it'd be funny to be like, we found our baby sperm at the Abbey, right? Like we were just, do- we were handling some things. <laughs> so weird. I'm so weird, right? And so the server um, and and us were talking and he seemed like a really nice guy. And he's like, oh, you know, it's funny because I'm a sperm donor as well. Oh my God, you asked him. I did not even have the chance to because it very quickly became clear that he was straight and he was trying to proposition Lisa and I to like see if they could have like a threesome. And oh, I he thought you wanted he thought you wanted it the old fashioned way. Yes. Oh. And Lisa was livid. And Lisa was like, that would never happen to men. Two men going to the Abbey in a relationship. Like, I, that's not, I don't think that's true. I can understand why she's upset. We've been propositioned at gay clubs a gajillion times. And also I've been groped. My groin has been grabbed many times at, at the Abbey and other places. Yeah. But she was saying she doesn't think that that straight man would have done that in front of a, a another straight man. Like if it, it were me sitting with another man, he wouldn't have done that. But he felt comfortable being inappropriate because it was two women. I hear and that. Sure. I... I've experienced that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that it just makes it another yet unsafe space for women to be able to go into because, look, men are still very dominant. They're stronger. They're, like, bigger. And yeah. it doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel right. And so I'm happy that they were able to get this on video so they could share it to TikTok because, you know, TikTok blows everything up uh-huh. so people can get an insight. Like, that's not funny. No, I hear that. And also, like, I will say this. Like, I, I worked in clubs for many, many years. I've been to them for many, many years. I don't like going that often if they're busy. Because I do get grabbed, and I get grabbed, and I'm six foot five. I'm a six yeah. foot five white guy, and yeah. there, there is something within the culture of gay clubs where they think that there's an ownership that's allowed, and it's funny, like it's cute, but it's not that cute, really. And whether you're a woman or a man, like I can stand up for myself. You're five foot nothing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And not that you but, can't stand I mean, up for yourself. Here's but like, the thing: I dated my ex was six three. He, the conversations that people felt comfortable having, the conversations that people feel comfortable having with me and Lisa. Mm. Would have never been tolerated or had when I was dating my ex Johnny. Or and they wouldn't have crossed that line. They wouldn't have crossed There's the line. There's a level of respect that because that men it's like give each men other. to men. I hear that. And so it's like more misogyny in the clubs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought it was just really an interesting article, and I'm happy that it was brought to light. I also just think that having worked in them for so many years, that nightclubs are just. They're a fun way to escape and to let loose, but they're also problematic. Yeah. Like, they're also not the most, like, 
if you're going to nightclubs on a regular basis, like, like I, I don't want to like, like pigeonhole everybody, but like, that's not a lifestyle I'm all about. From well, time to time, sure. I mean, and also, look, you remember when like the heavy hitter men would buy a bottle and then eight girls would sit around him, just pretty girls. Well, that still happens to, very much in the street world. Still very much yeah. happening, but n- more looked at differently. Like, I feel like we're trying to come to a place with women, and I get mad at women for doing that. I'm like, it's not worth the free drinks, I don't sis. know, because I, I will tell you this. You, go, you, know, you know Vegas. That lifestyle very much alive and well in Las Vegas, and yeah. also here in, in Hollywood. I had we had a couple of roommates a couple of few years ago that, and this was maybe three years ago. We still had roommates, and we had a bottle service girl that worked uh, that lived with us, and she was the most vapid, like vampire ish woman. Like she preyed off of men and loved it. Loved it. But did she really love it? She sounds just very insecure with daddy issues. A thousand percent also true, but who am I to tell her what she's allowed to of do or course, not? Of course, of course. She would, like, these men would spend thousands and thousands of dollars on her, and she she played into it. She got all the plastic surgery. She did all the work on herself, bought all the, like, the lingerie and, like, the, you know what I mean? Well, I and, wish like, she would have just started a business. You know she, what I'm saying? Like, well, I wish she would have. But that's the thing. She talked to us about wanting to start a lingerie business for the longest time and never took action. Yeah. Because why would you when you've got these men who are just willing to throw money at you for nothing yeah. other than your looks? Totally. And so like that 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 culture, that nightlife, and the older I get, the more I see it for what it is. And I'm like, ah, not really my vibe anymore. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back to the morning beat. It's time for another round of What's Poppin'. But before I let Michaela take it away, I do want to remind you our show is also a podcast. So if you can't listen to us in real time, take a deep breath. We've got you covered. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now, download the Odyssey app, and you can listen to us anywhere you take your mobile device. Now, Michaela, you're going to give our listeners a reason to listen right now. It's time for What's Poppin'. Okay, loving all of this energy. As RuPaul's children recently taught us, drag is all over the world. It's a phenomenon, and it will live on and on through Queen of the Universe's new global cast. Past contestants from American Idol like Ada Vox, the X Factor... Ginge Zilla and the global RuPaul's Drag Race family All-Stars 5 finalist Juju B uh, joined the cast as World of Wonder unveiled the roster of 14 international divas who will contend later this year for a massive how much money do you think they're going to win? Just guess. I would say for a show like this they'll probably do like 100000 $250,000. Okay, that's a good one. That's, that's good. really good, right? Mm-hmm. Together, the 14 queens represent 10 regions around the world, including the United States, Mexico, Brazil, Denmark, Australia, Canada, England, France, China, and India. Each episode will see the queens debuting new musical performances in front of a live audience and a panel of musically inclined judges, including longtime Drag Race panelist and seduction singer Michelle Visage uh, and Vanessa Williams and... Leona Lewis and Trixie Mattel. Mm. It's also a singing competition first. A well, drag makes, competition second. Leona Lewis, that makes sense. Yes. We saw her perform a couple years ago. I think it was before the pandemic, maybe at like the HRC Gala or one of those, the quality awards, one of those sort of events. And she sang her face yeah. off. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Listen, it's a global aspect that we've never seen before. It's a singing competition. No one is lip syncing. They're all singing their own tunes. And they'll be judged not only on the quality of their talent and musicianship, but also their star quality. Okay, is it, can I audition for this? You're not a drag queen. Kind of. You kind of are. Like, kind of when I put all my makeup on. 
Alaska has a new single out that's fire. Alaska that I'm can sing live. Obsessed with. Mm. I love it so much. We, we don't know the cast yet. No, we we do know the cast. Not all of it. Do we know the entire cast? Uh, yes, we do. All of it. Yes. I'm, I'm curious to know what a queen from Denmark is like. What's that like? We're about to find out, honey. Mm, so good. Uh, I'm so into it. All right, coming up, I'm also into our very own Trumpy, played by John Domenico. We haven't had him on the show in a while, and he's giving us a Trump date coming up next. As if today's show wasn't enough for our listeners, Michaela, we're going to kick things off in this final hour in about 15 minutes with a banger of a call-in guest, our very own Donald J. Me. Trump. The, no, not you. You're always on the show. The former president of the United States calling into the morning beat. He's got some free time on his hands, and he's in the news. Uh, also, his wife, Melania, has been in the news recently, and uh, so he's going to stop by. I wonder if he misses us. I think he does miss us. I yeah. kind of miss him. I'm not going to lie. I hate saying it. Like, I hate him. He's a horrible human being, and I hate what he did to our country, and he almost ruined democracy, and he hates gays, but... I low-key kind of miss the excitement of it all. All that. I sort of miss his stupid tweets. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Republicans would be so happy to hear that we're even talking like this. I know. You know what he feels like to me? All of my relationships in my 20s. He feels like They're kind of toxic, but I kind of kept going back. And he's like kind of funny. Like He's also extremely racist, but there's like one moment where you're like, why would you do that? Like, But then endearing for just a quick blink of an eye. And then also, yeah, it also helps our ratings. So Yeah, also like Melania's clothing isn't the worst thing I've ever seen. I kind of miss her fashion choices. Wow, what's happening? Except the I don't really care jacket. Are we log cabin Republicans? No, 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 that's ridiculous. (laughs) Let's not get carried away. They're they're a-holes. Anyways, just kidding. We love you, sort of. It's time for news on the beat. What do you have for us? Okay, well, a transgender student at Pittsburgh's Armstrong High School was physically assaulted by a peer last month, leaving them with a concussion. 14-year-old Willow Andring told CBS Pittsburgh that the male student who dragged them to the ground and beat them had been verbally assaulting them before the insults escalated to violence. The entire assault was caught on video. He pulled me from behind and started beating me up, Andring said and before that he had been calling me names saying it's not a she it's not a he it's an it Andring's mother Heather is now calling for change at the school this impact this impacted the whole community at Armstrong and you just can't help but think about the other kids who were there the ways that they're treating one another and just kind of thinking about how do we move ahead and positively impact not just my kid but all the kids this isn't the only issue the school has experienced as of late another recent incident led to Armstrong students being banned from hockey games after they chanted insulting remarks at a competitor's woman goalie. The community, Heather said, needs to take ownership of this. We have a great community and a great school here, but you can't have all of this happen and not step back and pause and say that we don't have issues that we need to work on. Heather spoke about the need for a change in school culture at last night's school board meeting. I appreciate all of your comments on behalf of the board. A school board member said in a clip from the meeting shared by CBS Pittsburgh, We are listening and we are certainly willing to work with the community and the administration to do whatever it takes to be proactive and not reactive to this problem and promote change. All right, in other news, this story is wild. A California school board member has resigned after making humiliating, upsetting, and frustrating comments about sexual relations to a gay teacher at Golden West High School. Christopher Pope announced his resignation just ahead of the board's plan to censor him. He also apologized to the teacher he insulted, who was present at the meeting. He said, I want to publicly apologize that I've hurt this individual. 
That is not my character. It is time for the board to return to the business. It is what's best for our kids. The board unanimously accepted Pope's resignation. The incident in question occurred when the teacher, Ben Cummings, asked the school board to officially recognize Pride Month. He and Pope met to discuss the proposal, and according to Cummings, Pope reacted negatively. Mr. Pope made comments about my sexuality that were humiliating, upsetting, and frustrating. At one point, Mr. Pope slammed his hands down on the table and said, don't make me be homophobic, Ben. As many times as I tried to divert the conversation from sexual relations, Mr. Pope continually brought it up and made it clear it was something to be ashamed of. That's wild. Okay, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 90 in Cathedral City, 91 in La Quinta, 59 in St. Louis, 57 in Chicago, 66 in Baltimore, 86 in Phoenix, 55 in Kansas City, 91 in Palm Springs, 79 in Vegas, 86 in LA, and 64 in New York City, darling, where you're headed to host the Wendy Williams Show. That's right, I'll be there hosting on Monday. I will not be on the show. Have a great show without me. I will not miss you because I'm going to be having the time of my life. Shut up. But I'll miss you a little bit. Yeah, and get me a keychain. So, Michaela, text say my a, name. A keychain? Well, for what? Wendy, I just want A Wendy something. Williams keychain? I just want something. Or a New York one. Or you just want a thing. You did text me the other day. This is this is, this is is the truth of who Michaela is. That's not just my co-host, but my best friend. She says, hey, can you find a way to say my full name while you're on air on Wendy Williams? Just just say it at some point. So. It doesn't even have to make sense. I just want you to be like, and then in the news, Michaela Gordon, I and was talking scream it out to- loud. <laughs> I just think it's funny. You're such a weirdo. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Here's your vibe of the day. One small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. Absolutely. All right, well, coming up this hour, we are so excited because Trumpy is joining us, played by John DiDomenico, and we have a really funny conversation next. Well, you know what that sound means. Remember the theme song from that iconic show, The Apprentice, that got canceled due to low ratings? Oh, that's right. It's uh, One of its stars went on to become the President of the United States and now former President Hello. Donald J. Trump is on the line. Mr. Former President, how are you? I'm absolutely fantastic, <laughs> J.A., and I just want to say <laughs> that the reason the show got canceled is because of your horrible governor... Arnold Schwarzenegger, who can't even pronounce California, that's where the show went down. Not me. Well, I, I had not heard that, that one me. yet. No, that makes sense, though. I, okay. He did have a hard time saying California. He did that have a hard guy time. Had the personality of a doorstop. Let me tell you. Let me <laughs> tell you something. Destroyed the franchise. Destroyed the franchise. You know, as sick but as I'm it so sounds. I'm so happy to be back on with you, too. This is just like this is like Fox and Friends, too. I was on with them this morning. It's so nice to be with I, you, too. I wouldn't say that part, but I would say that I did in some sick, twisted, probably toxic, dysfunctional way. Missed hearing you a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. People love me. They absolutely love me. Children love well, me. Everyone, dogs love me. <laughs> dogs don't love you. Now, uh, Mr. President, it's been a wild week for you. Uh, you've been very absolutely. busy. Absolutely, every week's a wild week. You've been trying to block the release of records tied to the January sixth mm, insurrection, right, right. but have been blocked at every turn. With one judge saying presidents aren't kings. How do you feel about that? Well, these are these are horrible left-wing Antifa judges who don't know what they're talking about right. because I have what's called residual executive privilege. It's kind of like a, like a skin thing after you've dated somebody. Mm-hmm. That's made but up. I, I have that, and I should be able to block these 
terrible things that are going to come out about me that I wrote, but no one should know about them because it's terrible. And that's why it's so important to have executive privilege to block these type of things because people aren't smart. You have to admit, right? Mm. People aren't smart. I'm very, very smart. I'm probably the smartest person you've ever talked to. And mm. I can understand these things because they're very, uh, what's the word? Nuanced. No, wow. Wow. That's, that's a, a good word. one. Well, you know, that's not exactly yeah, that's how what my attorney said anyway. I yeah. Oh, oh, you found another one. Congratulations on that. Um, so uh, that's amazing not exactly how many people will work for free. Yeah. Really, <laughs> amazing. Right. That's uh, not how executive privilege works. And you might have uh, Richard Nixon to thank for uh, some things that are coming down the pipe for you. Tremendous but we won't... president. Tremendous president. Right. So good right. Me. Well, even Dick more, Nixon. Dick Nixon. <laughs> even more of your inner circle have received congressional subpoenas regarding January. They're very, they're very popular. They're mm-hmm. very popular. Well, Stephen, Stephen Miller, Kaylee uh, McEnany, uh, have you been in contact with them regarding your defense? Well, I always, no matter if she's there or not, I always turn and say, Kaylee, Kaylee, because, you know, she was so <laughs> tremendous. Uh, but sometimes she's not there. And Stephen Miller, I just hope he's never there. That guy scares me. Can you believe it? He scares me. You know, Same. when he's in front of a mirror, there's nothing on the other side. Well, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. Scary strange. stuff. Scary stuff. Very strange. But my people, my people. You know what? You, you know what? It's like that that movie. That movie. What do they call that? Uh, Break Back Mountain. Yeah. They, they just can't Break quit back. us. They just can't quit us. They love us. They yes. love us. They want us What'd back. What you call that movie? They know the ratings. Break Back. Break Back. Break Back. Yeah. Break Back. Broke Back. Yes. Whatever it is. Okay. That's, yeah, that's how it goes I, down yeah, sometimes. That is. It yep. does. Yep. You know, I I hear that. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking with President uh, X. President Trump, sorry to disrespect. I'm still um, the president, I'm, okay. as you all know. I hear that. You're that absolutely is also right. not accurate. Okay, speaking of president, uh, you actually may have more than just Biden to contend with in 2024. Trumpy, as radio about? host Howard Stern has stated uh, uh, that he would, quote, beat your ASS and then there is no way he would lose. How do you respond? What if you're competing against Howard Stern? You guys used to be buddies. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's get back to reality for a moment. Howard Stern beat me, that tall, skinny freakazoid. Let me tell you something. That guy couldn't swing a punch if he wanted to. All right? And for him, for him of all people... All people, I made his radio show like I made yours. I mean, you guys were in the dumps rating wise, right? Oh, we now, still, we still are. No, we yeah, we still, still are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. nobody listens. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I did for Howard. Church. I would come on and say outrageous things like I'd like to sleep with my daughter, and I'd like to sleep with my daughter, and who could forget? I'd like to sleep with my daughter. Yeah, I remember that, that one. That really sense. helped his radio. That was show. a classic. Yeah. That was a good moment yeah, for you. That was a classic. Well, how about I this? put a lot of great material together for him, and this is how he treats me. So sad. It's so sad. Well, speaking of treatment from from those who once considered you know your closest allies a new book by abc Mm -hmm. correspondent jonathan carl states you were planning to leave the gop after you left office Mm -hmm. to form your own party uh is that still on the table and 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 if if not why not well first off Jonathan Carl, who I actually like, is 100% right, because the GOP has these ridiculous kind of, they call them planks. They, like, you're not supposed to put any more debt on the deficit, and I added $7 trillion, which is fine with me. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Like, I'm too late. I already did. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted for my own party, 
where people know exactly what's going on. We're going to spend, 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 have a tremendous time, and leave incredible debt for my great, great grandchildren, who I'm never going to meet. So I don't really care. Oh, about so them. you want to be? Oh, you want to be a Reagan Republican? Got it. Exactly. No, listen, exactly. I'll say this: this this might be the first time in the history of our conversations on the morning beat that I agree with you, Mister Former President. By all means, run as an independent. Please, 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 please do that in 2024. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you see a lot of the GOP I have to deal with? These are not attractive men. Yeah. These are all that middle-aged, out of shape. Yep. That makes sense. I think, it's a, I think it's a Believe. great, great idea. Yeah. Well, how about this? Uh, Beautiful. Finally, how, we're in agreement. I'm kind of yeah. curious to know about this, though. Because this past week saw the debut of a new you on SNL. Alec Baldwin's going I through know. it. Uh, but James Austin Johnson took over impersonation duties. Uh, and people are giving him rave reviews. What do you think? Well, I think he's a great 1985 Trump. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> the thing about Baldwin is he's a great me now. You know, the guy I like is John D. Domenico. He's really, uh, really incredible, I have to you tell know, you. I, he, I hear he's the I, best. I, I will say, say something about using this. John D. Domenico, I, I've met him a few times, John D. Domenico. He, he really is they the best. They should call him up yesterday. They should have called him immediately. <laughs> They should have, but he's old and he's kind of hacky. He's probably, yeah, he's that's, he's that's what we say. You know? We like him too, but we, we're like, he is kind of old. He's kind of a hack. We say the same exact yeah, absolutely thing. Absolutely not. Chronic complainer. Chronic complainer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, listen. The Log Cabin Republicans are holding your annual gala on Saturday at Mar-a-Lago and released a glowing video about your wife, Melania. Are you planning mm-hmm. to show up to the LGBTQ event? And what are you hoping uh, to happen while you're there? They love Melania. Well, first thing I want to say is, you know this already, AJ, you know this. I love the gays. I Mm. love the gays. They do such tremendous things, and they're growing in popularity because they still get Hollywood Reporter and Variety. It's like they're they're the newest thing right now. Did you know that? Yeah, we've been around for a while. Yeah, Yeah, forever. Mm -hmm. And, And I have to say, you know, I was just bitching about the old GOP, Mitch McConnell. He looks like a turtle. Uh, you know, uh, Ted Cruz, fat slob. But the log cabin Republicans, these guys are ripped. These guys are in shape. <laughs> these are what being gay is all about. That's right. This, this group makes Mar-a-Lago look so hip, so now. And this video they put together about Melania was so... It, it, I, You know, I, I've always wanted to be with Melania. Now I want to be with her more. But mm. I'll just have to watch this video in, instead at this point. Well, it's so it's so inspiring to see your love of your, your dear Melania grow deeper and deeper. Her, uh, as well yeah, as your I hear affection. She's in Monaco right now with a couple of bodyguards. You know, oh, bodyguards! Yeah, mm-hmm. bodyguards! Yeah, yeah. Is she yeah. Uh, the protector? Of course. Yeah. I hope they I hope they have a lot of muscles to keep her safe. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Trump- and she has a couple of gay friends, and so this would be perfect for her to be at the event if she could show up. I, yeah. I'm sure, yeah, sounds like the gays do love her. I'd confirm that those close friends of hers are, in fact, gay, though. So just a bit of a bit of relationship advice. Yeah. You oh, know, good, good, good. That makes me feel a lot better. Well, Trump, before we let you go, do you have any? Um, do you have a message for the gays before we? Uh, oh, before we first up off, I, I think that the gays are just like me. You know, people say I'm a unique personality, and I've had to put up with a lot and things. But you know, I have I've had nothing handed to me other than. $335 million, which I blew. But other than that, <laughs> I pretty much work for everybody. And I know that for many, many gay people, they have to put up with a lot of abuse, 
like I have. They've got to put up with people who don't like them, like me. And I know what it's like to be gay. I'm probably the straightest gay man ever, I have to tell you. Well, wait, what? That's breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Well, okay, Mr. Former President, thank you for your time. I almost slightly enjoyed it. Thank you so much, and I'm counting on the gay vote in 2024. Are you guys still there? Hello? Hello? Did, did we lose contact with the radio station? Tell me something good. All right, we had a chat with uh, up-and-coming pop star Harvey a little bit earlier in our show. We also talked about celebrities that are sort of untouchable. He mentioned Adele. Uh, Tom Hanks comes to mind. There are a few. Dolly Parton, of course, that are of untouchable. Course. They don't have any haters, right? Somebody else who doesn't really have many haters is Will Smith. And he's going to get even more love now when people start to hear about this story. Because first and foremost, he's going to be nominated for an Oscar for King Richard. It's going to happen this year. Yeah. uh, Where he plays uh, Richard Williams, the father and the coach of Venus and Serena. Right? Super excited about this. But this is really cool. So things have changed so much these last couple of years during the pandemic. And I remember Scarlett Johansson, she was suing Disney for releasing Black Widow uh, on their streaming service, Disney Plus, as opposed to in theaters. And it changed the amount of money that she got. And so she tried to sue them and then she ended up, they settled with her. Well, when they made the call to shift uh, the release of King Richard, this new film that Will Smith is starring in, to HBO Max also instead of just theaters, uh, that changed the pay structure for a lot of the actors. You know what he did? What? He gave cash bonuses to his co-stars. This is insane. Like, this is so cool that he would do something like this. By the way, he made $40 million off of this movie. It's a big, big paycheck. Uh, But he gave personal cash bonuses to his co-stars to compensate for the financial impact when Warner Brothers decided to release this uh, simultaneously on HBO Max and in theaters. Apparently, according to The Hollywood Reporter, um, he earned $40 million, but uh, ended up helping him them get through this, they called him the nice bonuses given by Smith on top of what they had already received from the actual studio. Now, I'm not seeing exactly how much money uh, he did give out, but that's not it's not going to be a drop in the bucket. It's gonna, that's a real amount of money. Yeah. Um, and this film opens next Friday. It's going to get a lot of awards buzz. I can't wait. He just did a photo shoot with Venus and Serena last week. I follow all three of them on social media. It's incredible. And it's so, so good. Yeah. Uh, and his, he's got a book coming out. It's a good time to be it's Will Smith. It's a great Smith. time. Yeah. Okay, this story is hysterical, and I love it so much. Uh, so a band called Water Parks, uh, it's a really popular American pop punk band, uh, agreed to change the name of one of their songs after a fan that goes by the name of Clancy posted on Twitter that when he wanted to have the lyrics see you in the future print uh, tattooed on his arm the artist got it the tattoo artist got it wrong and put see you in in the future put two ins so the band watermarks was like don't even worry about it they changed the entire title of the song. That's iconic. They That's changed wild. it on Spotify. They changed it everywhere. No. Everywhere you could change to uh, you in the future. For one fan? For one fan. And the guy that got the tattoo was like, I'm so bummed up because I love water parks. And he botched it. And then they were like, it's all good, man. We've got you. We just changed the entire song. That's so I cool. love it. Listen, it's those moments where... Being a musician or being a fan or doing things like that, it makes it all just so worth it. I think that's so cute. 
All right, well, that was a great story to head into our weekend. I'm out of here. I'm seeing you tonight in Palm Springs at the Equality California Awards. I do want to remind you that Tell Me Something Good is sponsored by McDonald's. Tis the season to treat yourself and drink up the holiday joy. Now get a small peppermint mocha, hot or ice for only $2 at McDonald's. Price and and participation may vary. Uh, I'm very excited. You have a great weekend. Also, AJ Gibson, you'll be on Wendy Williams, so people will be able to see you. Yeah, I'm actually flying out. So I'm flying to Ohio for a quick little stop. Uh, and then I'm going on to New York City to co-host the entire hour of the Wendy Williams show on Monday. So I will not be here. So proud uh, of you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I know. It's it, so great. She's been going through a lot and her health struggles are real. And for them to ask, ask me to come in and fill in is just a, a huge honor. Uh-huh. So I'll be representing Channel Q Monday uh, on Fox. So tune How in. you doing? Mm, How you doing? So okay, Wendy. All right, you guys. Well, have a great weekend. Palm Springs. I'll see you soon. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.